Going on, guys. This is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SCI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. How you been? Did you have a good weekend? Hopefully you did. I did. That's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast, by the way. Good things. Anyway, if you're a first timer. I'm Brian Jump, 30-year PDR tech, father of 3.5, bulldog father, Porsche VW restoration enthusiast, PDR tool maker, retail and all things PDR business, trainer, you name it, we do it, if it's related to PDR or Volkswagen buses, it seems like. we. All, I'm also a big baseball guy. Um... We'll segue into that real quick, and I'll probably have a few people nod off, and then we'll uh, get into some other stuff. The pro baseball draft started last night. No, my oldest boy's name was not called. We didn't expect him to go in the first round, though. Not by a long shot. We hope he just gets drafted. He's a career 300-plus hitter. Hit leadoff for University of Kentucky and the SEC this last uh, this last season, so... And now he's playing pretty much indie ball out in Frederick, Maryland for the Frederick Keys, hitting 350. So top hitter on their team. But as good as that is, he's having a hard time getting drafted. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully he gets a gets a shot. Um, aside from that, um, oh, let's see, Friday, RS6, um, Cadillac, Volkswagen GTI, a lot of cool cars. We had an R8 come in on uh, Saturday, which was cool. Suzuka white, pretty sick color. Kind of like a powdery gray white color. It was kind of cool, definitely cool. And then we, um, let's see. Saturday didn't work a long day. We had some plans with some friends, so put in some time around the studio. And of course had students come in, which I love to do when they're if they're into it i'm into it if they're not into it eh. and i don't know about these last i mean william works hard i don't know if uh if nico really is into it or not kind of hard to tell don't know might have been the fact that he would show up an hour to two hours late every day so who knows indicators right how vested is somebody if they i don't know but what else man teach their own who am I to say? Maybe he was totally into it, and that's just the way he rolls. Um, and then we had a school tour. A gentleman came in on Saturday, gave him a tour of the school, and then worked on one of our buses for a little bit, um, which was sick because I've had that bus for over five years. It's never driven on its own power. And this last Saturday, not a big deal to most people, but to me to hop in that bus, turn the key, and drive it around the parking lot, that was a big deal. So, moved under its own power instead of my freaking legs. Oof. Freaking pushing that thing up a slight hill in and out of the shop every day was getting kind of old. So, anyway. But enough of that. Enough of that. Uh, Sunday, went to the Vintage Flea Market. Have you ever guys been, been, been to one of those, uh, those flea markets where they just have a bunch of antiques and old shit? 
A lot of automotive stuff there, which is cool. That's what I was digging on. We bought an old book from like the 30s. About It's about um, my, my stepson, Adrian. He bought a house uh, in Pomona, and they had an old book about the city. I'm like, that's going to be so cool because this house was built in 1936. It's a real cool cottage. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, I didn't buy much of stuff, but I got to kind of spy. I talked to another Volkswagen guy that was out there displaying flowers out of the back of a VW pickup with this whole family. Cutest thing freaking ever. It could have been like a, um, could have been like a reality show. I mean, beautiful twin daughters, wonderful wife. Maybe some cousins there. They're all just out there making a few bucks. It was cute. Um, love chat. Anybody that's got a cool car. I mean, I talked to a dude with a like a 36 Ford, I think it was. Slammed patina. That guy was kill- killer. Metal worker guy. Um, so, yeah, just a lot of fun. And then, um, let's see. We had a Ferrari Roma. That's right. First time I've touched one of those. Beautiful Ferrari. Gosh. The hood's about, it seems like about 12 feet wide. I mean, massive. Rounded, kind of low, sleek. I'll, I'm going to throw some photos up on the on the gram. Easy dent in the door. He's like, you're not going to have to drill, are you? I'm thinking to myself, fuck, this car doesn't even have plates on it yet. It's like 250 grand. No, I'm not going to drill. I go, we'll disassemble that door down to fucking walnuts if we have to. We're not drilling a hole in this. There's, there's certain cars I could give a shit about. I mean, I'll, our Kia that we use for our PDR train, I'll draw on the outside. <laughs> I don't give a shit. But, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's just not good. Not good. You don't want to. And I did, I did a, three, a Ferrari Daytona one time that there must have been three or four holes in the, do, the driver's door jam. And I'm just like, what faggot. And I pardon the word what. What moron would do that, right? It's like, come on. Uh, anyway, I digress. So the Ferrari Roma, nice black driver's door, pulled the rubber back right above the door handle. The, the dent was right in front of the door handle. Luckily, unlike a Tesla, even the door handles are kind of semi-mechanical. Uh, just push that bitch right out. I wish we could have started it up, but eh, he has kids there and it's at the, it, it, one of my clients' house. This is one of my like uber wealthy clients. So I don't normally push dents on Sundays or at least try not to, but it was a quick the dent literally 20 seconds with a 5 16 wire through the door like i said the door jam with the hole is already there uh with the rubber pops out it's got a nice little boot there at the top of the door uh, i took photos of that 20 second dent 500 bucks you know trimmed it out real quick i mean no tap down use just in and out beauty um so yeah all right so let's talk about being a healthy pdr tech why what am i Freaking Dr. Gundry or whatever the attorney general for, for health is, whatever. No. What's it? I'm not Fauci. I'm none of that. Um, I'm just basically going to give forth information that served me well. And maybe it can help you guys as well. I'm obviously not a doctor. Some people confuse me on the street. Are you a doctor? I hear that all the time. But uh, no, I'm not a doctor. Dr. Feelgood, Sure. But I am not a licensed doctor, so this is strictly entertainment purposes only. And maybe, like I said, something might you might find that will benefit you. So mind, body, soul. There might be more to ourselves, but let's stick with those three things for now, okay? Maybe I should have put hair in there. Mind, body, soul, and good hair. But uh, we're not going to cover hair today. That's we'll save that real riveting topic for another episode. Um, mind. 
and a lot of people just gl glance right over this because when you're not, when things are going swimmingly, mind something you don't even think about. To me, the mind is is probably the single most important thing, more than your body in, in essence, because I think the mind is the control control center, and your mind can mess up, it can fuck up your body. Um, it's it's amazing if you can put yourself in a happy environment, how much better your body feels, and vice versa. Sometimes your gut. Um, I, I believe in those botanicals or the probiotics of your, the, the bacteria in your gut. I, th I believe those little fuckers in there will make you feel better if they're happy. And that's, like I said, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if there's scientific proof on it, but I take a probiotic and man, and that's not my, I guess it's mine stuff. So, but it's also body, right? I, I just feel better. I just feel better. It's kind of weird. I can't really tell you why. I think those little guys are happy, and then they send little good good vibe feelings up to the to the brain, and then the brain's happy. It's like, oh wow, we're all happy, man. Why? Why? Bacteria? Oh, okay. Who would have thought? They didn't tell you that in school, did they? Hey, if your bacteria's happy, you're gonna be happy. I don't remember that class in third grade. I remember coloring in and using some macaroni and stuff, and watching some uh, Disney movies, but I don't remember bacteria conversations but regardless mind you got to rest your mind too much stress you gotta you want to caress you don't want to stress meditate some people meditate even if you just kind of just put your mind in a it's meditation if you just sit there for a moment think about a place that you like to go to maybe physically or or spiritually whatever that'll just clear your cleanse you know empty wipe kind of like a hard reboot on the computer or whatever Am I a big meditator? Do I do yoga or some other shit? No, I'm not. I'm not Indian, East Indian influence kind of guy like the Beatles were or whatever. No, it's not me. But who, to, to each his own. Who gives a shit? Affirmations, I'm totally believer in. I think if you want to get something or be something or achieve something, I think affirmations will get you, will help get you there. It's crazy how powerful that that because it goes back to our mind. Our mind will get stuff done if we allow it. The problem is we we think or we sink. We think within boxes. We we have constraints. And I I it's not like society. Well, I think society partly does, but I think it's just human nature to 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 get cause and effect and think, "Okay, you know, I wasn't able to get past that wall, so that wall does exist. It's real and I can never push through it. So I'll, I'll jog left and just go go a different direction since that wall's there." When the reality is that wall is just imaginary. Does that make sense? Am I talking to two out there Th this wall could be income this wall could be health this wall could be your relationship it could be whatever right you know we just you'll see people achieve great things in all parts of life it could be a great marriage it could be a great family it could be a great business and a lot of times because they don't listen or see or acknowledge those walls the limits they are not chained down they freaking rock and roll they kickstart that yz250 and and lean their nose over the bars and punch it and go, go for the whole shot. That's that's what they do. And some people don't even know what a YZ250 is, but those of you that do, you do. Did I ever have a YZ? No, my dad did. And he had a desert gear on it. And I'll never forget being 16 years old in the summer when he'd be at work and I'd be out there doing speed runs down the street with a helmet on, probably 80, 85. Kind of sketchy, but fun thing was loud and then there was a time that I took it to high school when I was a senior at lunch across the quad 
almost ate shit. Oof. That would have been sketch. But we'll leave that story for another time. All right, so stress. De-stress yourself. Stress kills. Absolutely kills. And then regarding mind and your business, lists. Lists are a good thing to have. It's good for organization. But lists are also kind of bad. Because a lot of times you get list, list envy where you make a list or I'll make a list. And there's no fucking way I'm going to get all my shit done in one day. You know what I'm saying? You know, change the world, cure cancer, you know, make my whole family happy, you know, all kinds of stuff. Just unachievable and unreasonable, you know? So instead of lists, I've I've talked a little bit about this on the pod. OBT, one big thing. Pick one big thing that if you could get done today, a lever that, and it doesn't have to be big. It could be one uh, OMT, one medium thing. I don't know. But just something that would help your business or make you happy, you know, and then and then knock that line that sucker out. Hopefully you can get it done. All right. And we'll talk more about OBT in a little bit. Body. PDR can be hard on our bodies, huh? Holy crap, man. Stretch. Stretching is a good idea. Having a good core has served me well. If your core is good, guess what that means? Your back's going to probably be good. When you have a weak core, a weak, weak abs, your back's going to try to pick up the slack. And that is a no-no. That's how people get back problems. They're the back soreness, whatever. Do crunches. Do leg lifts. You'd be surprised how much better your whole body feels and then how your back's not going to typically hurt. We, we contort, we're contortionists in this business. The way we bend over and work in different positions, doors, whatever. You know, the bottom of doors, rockers, whatever. You know, we're, all, we're climbing over cars like human spiders. I mean, you, you have to be, be limber and, and, and agile, if you will. So stretch, do core, take breaks. It's okay to not power through and take a five. You know, get a, go over here on your phone, just sit down for a second, check out Twitter, whatever you like to do, man. Porn, you said, okay, that. Hey, I don't, I don't, I ain't judging, I ain't looking. Um, hail, big dense, aluminum. All right, same thing. Hail is hard on your body, especially if you're doing like like aluminum, especially if you're doing aluminum hail under braces and you're twisting and twisting. Man, take a break after that, or if you're doing a hood and you're in the front section, um, you know, or if you're having a hard dent, just just set the tools down and just go take a five. You'd be surprised. That's like a hard reboot on the brain. You come back and you, it's just weird how we just all of a sudden start to think differently or feel differently. But if you stay there and don't take a break, you're probably not going to have a different perspective on it, and you might just still keep going down sorrow highway, if you will. So, all right, be careful with your eyes. Okay, I've seen nasty things happen to PDR Tech's eyes. I'm not going to bring it up again. Just eye protection. Keep tools away from your eyes. Yes. Airbags, deadly. Uh, Pencil beams can kill you. 50,000 volts and BMWs and such. Electric cars, hybrids. Take the IMI training, guys. It's a couple hundred bucks. Your life's worth it. There's this website. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's kind of new. It's called YouTube. Check it out. There's a lot of good videos out there don't believe everything you see obviously the the videos with cream cheese and and deflated basketballs aren't going to always remove dents but there is some good stuff as far as how to avoid or how to access and safely do this and that you know but i my i i totally endorse i think anson's running a lot of them uh and overall just stay physical stay mobile if you do that if you stay athletic pdr is going to be easy for you from a physical standpoint fuel you got to fuel your body don't fast for 10 or 12 hours a day. Intermediate fasting, fine. But if, if 
you gotta, you should be taking foods that are gonna make you feel good and give you energy. Stay away from the shitbox drive-throughs. It's so easy when we're on a route and you're doing dealer to dealer and you need to hurry up and hop on in. If you're gonna do that, go get a Sandy, go get a, a Subway or a Firehouse or Jersey. Don't, don't fucking a, don't, don't go get greasy, greasy food, man. You're just gonna, you're, you're ending your life early doing that shit, man. I'm telling you right now. Um, or meal prep. I recommend meal prepping, hot pot or something on the weekends. Bag that shit up. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you guys an example. I, we got this little shitbox dog. He's 12 years old. His name's Teddy. And Teddy was starting to look at about two years ago, was starting to look like death was starting to creep in and pull him down into the dirt. Just slow. Every day you could just see like those little claws just starting to, he's starting to drag those feet back up out of the dirt. You're like, oh yeah, Teddy's going to be dying soon. We're just like, all right, let's, let's all prepare. I'm, I'm going to go out in the garage, you know, make a wood box. Let's just get this shit done. And then we changed the dog food. And unfortunately, I can't lie to you and say we changed the dog food for Teddy. We changed it for the bulldog. Because somebody said, oh, you know what? Bad food is not good for a dog. And, you know, if you think about that, bad food's probably not good for a human too, right? But I cannot tell you the transformation from that dog when we got good good quality food. The bulldog seemed about the same. But he was a puppy. He was two years old. That freaking nine, nine or ten-year-old Teddy, which... By, if you go by seven dog years, it's 70 years old. He he looked like he, he was two or three years old. Jumping around, more energy, just a different dog within a month. I'm like, oh my God, come on. And, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not here to endorse dog food, although I should because I could probably get some sponsorship out of it. it it's just, it, it's hammers home the importance of what we put in our bodies. I mean, what else can you do to, to affect your well-being, besides your mood and your environment. Food, right? Pick good food. I'll give you guys some examples. This is just stuff that's worked well for me. I don't go off the, the government's food chart or whatever the fuck that thing is. But fruits and veggies, of course. More veggies than fruit, by the way. Fruit's not as good as you might think. It's good for your gut, but there's a lot of sugar in a lot of them. Limit cow products. When I talk to my heart doctor and some of my other doctors, they, they all say the same thing. They're like, man, don't, don't eat anything that comes out of a cow. If you can, if you can evolve at all, help it. Yeah, I did have a prime rib Saturday night. Shoot me, but I try to limit it. All right, that's it. Um, blueberries and spinach supposedly are the two most magical foods for our bodies. Do what you will with that. Nuts, of course. I was reading that the peanuts aren't really that good for you, but cashews are. Cashews and walnuts or something. So anyway, look into that. I personally love raisins, which you know are grapes, but they're just kind of you know senior grapes. Um, and then last thing beyond body, let's talk about soul. I don't talk about religion, although, you know, if you're religious and, and it works well for you, that's great. You know, I mean, do I believe I'm kind of a believer? Definitely. Um, I mean, I don't go to church every day. I, I don't preach to people, but yeah, I'm a believer that, but that, what does that mean here nor there? But soul is not just about religion. It's about being happy within your, your being in my, in my opinion. And when you're happy, you'll reflect that and mirror that feeling to others. You know, love. It basically comes down to love. And I, I'm a total believer in love. You know, love your fellow man. Um, and it's an attractive force, guys. The law of attraction. If you reciprocate that feeling back to other people, you truly care about what they're feeling, what they're going through with, with what we do or the, the big game of life, That that's attractive. People like that. They sense that. Oh, man, this person actually gives a shit. It, especially nowadays. There's not a lot of that. Not. Not at all. OBT. Let's go back to it. 
OBT, what does that stand for again? One big thing, right? What are simple things levers one can do, like a home run blast, a grandy over the fence that could help lift your business? And that might not be profits. It might just be happiness or it could be both. I'll give you guys some examples. In a few days, it's like having a small, slight disease. You know, the, my business has a cold. I have a little cough in my business. What is it? I don't know, but I just kind of feel there's like a dark cloud and I'm not even looking forward to it or it's just not as good as it could be. You fucking already know what it is. You're just ignoring it. Don't be a bitch. So let's talk about it. You got a bad account. You don't want to drop it because you really need that money, but that person's an ass. You know what? What about your life? That person's taken days or years off your life. Drop that bad account. If you can afford to, drop it and go get a new one. Go get two new ones to take take the good one. How about level up your equipment? Maybe your glue pull game sucks balls. Go spend some money. Lighting. Your light's a piece of shit, you're saying. All right, get a new light. Rods. Maybe you need some new rods. Maybe <coughs> maybe taps. Maybe you don't even have any screw-on tips. You're like, man, I probably... Yeah, go out and get some. That might make you happy and it might make... make your work better and you'll feel better about yourself. Are you going to make more money because of the tools? Maybe, maybe not. Okay, how about this? How about education, which I think is way more important than equipment typically. Maybe your marketing game is weak. It's total weak sauce. Maybe your brand is non-existent. If all you do is dealers, is brand that important? Truth be told, NOE. No, it's probably not. But eventually you may want to branch out or maybe you want to grow into different dealers, a chain or whatever. A brand would help you. Do people call you and talk about your reviews? If not, you probably aren't on point with your brand, especially if you're doing retail. And there are mentors out there, guys. I mentor. Am I cheap? No. For my non-SAI students, I'm 500 bucks for 30 minutes. But there's, there's a lot of knowledge that I can give back. For my students, it's free. Yeah, pretty good. And endless. I mean, they can call me anytime. What about your vehicle? Maybe you hate your vehicle. And I know vehicles aren't cheap and you can't always just drop a nugget and just go get a new vehicle. But something to consider. If you got a car, you're comfortable in it and you're on the road in it, that's kind of like your life. If you're spending, you know, eight hours, 10 hours a day in that vehicle on the road, pick a vehicle you're happy in. You can work with it. It works for you. You feel comfortable. It's worth, and it's, it's not the value of the vehicle you should be thinking about. What's the value of your life? What's my life worth? What am I worth? Another OBT, maybe get one more one more good account or or maybe explore a new niche. That might that may make you a little more happy. PDR warranties, for example. Maybe you aren't doing any warranties. Maybe you could do some wholesale work. Maybe some hyper-luxury body shops. There's one guy in town that, you know, I, I don't think I could ever do. There's those walls again, right? Because all it is is Ferraris and, and Lambos and McLarens. Fucking go in there. Unless you're straight out of our school here and you... And you, you're borderline hacking right now. No, of course not. But if you got the skills and you know you do, get in there. What do you got to? What's the worst thing that happen? The worst thing is happen. You probably could mess up a car and get thrown out. So what? Better to swing for the fence and strike out versus freaking don't go to bat. So what's what's the overall goal here? What's the OGH? Healthy above all else. Number one, be healthy. Number two, be happy. This is mind, body, soul, right? Number three, you got to make money. You do. You have to, it, you know, some people say money's not that important. Well, kind of is, especially if you got obligations. You know, there's a limit. I mean, you should be happy at some point. Don't don't keep moving the goalposts. 
you know, last year I made 275. This year I need to make 575. Next year I need to make nine. Well, I don't know, man. You keep moving the goalposts. It's kind of you, you can't, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't trick yourself. You know, you got to kind of know what's going on. So, I don't know. That, that's my thought, at least. And then last thing, I was listening to a podcast about consumption, and there's there's some guys. There's a movement, but it, you know, like anything, it's it's a movement. Um. I was going to equate that to like a, no, nah, I don't want to say it. All right, just, let's just call it movement. Um, so some people are trying to minimize their consumption. So if, when their kids grow up, they they use they get used clothes and then they put those back into the system like in thrift stores, whatever. Um, same with the kids' toys, you know, because there's so much stuff out there. Do you really need to go out and buy new, new, new? Eh, probably not, technically. I mean, there's literally people that can live out of a backpack, you know. That'd be hard to do with a family and for most of us, but there are some people out there that, that can tell you everything they own, and which is pretty crazy if you think about it. But if we all kind of had that mentality, you know, even if we limited the, all the shit, and then if you think about the stuff that we buy, most of the stuff you buy, especially if it's kind of frivolous, not for like work and the things I'm talking about, I mean, you're going to get like a high or a buzz for a week or two, and then it's like, hey, I own that thing, and and I was thinking about that with the Ferrari yesterday with, with the client. His name is Jonathan. Really cool cat. I'm, I'm wondering what he's thinking about this Ferrari net right now because he's probably had it for a month or two. Is it already? Is the newness already kind of wearing off? And what, I mean, I'm sure he's going to get some you know some emotional bumps off it, but when, he probably have been better off just renting it. Yeah, you know, that, that's that's kind of my feeling. But I don't know. I mean. I don't hate on anybody for buying things or, or, or wanting some things, but the less stuff we own, it seems like it's actually a good idea, you know. And and so so where where's the joy in life, Brian? If you're not buying things, it's experiences. I think great food. I think hanging out with people, seeing the world. I think to me that's that's the number one. It really is. I, if somebody says, "What's the meaning of life?" I think it's treating, treating people great, you know, giving love, and then. And then sharing sharing that that experience with another person or people or your family, whatever. And then seeing the world, you know, travel, whatever. Or just that there's just certain things you you're back home. You like to mountain bike. You like to hike. You like to do whatever. That, fine. You you're into pets or whatever. I, whatever works for you, man. You know, it's it's all good. But to me, that's the magic. It's not about going out and buying things. You know, like I said, here and there, sure, I get it. We all there are certain things that's kind of important that we get, like a home. And we have to have a place that we live. But I, it was just kind of an eye opener. Some of these people, I mean, these these were millionaires too. These were people that multi multi millionaires that could have gone out and bought ten Ferraris, you know. But instead, they live out of a backpack, and you know, they don't even own property or anything. They just rent. Everything's rent, you know, and all their stuff. Yeah, their bank accounts are fat, but who knows? Maybe they'll give that to charity by the time they're getting ready to take the big escalator into the sky. So anyway, food for thought. So just think about consumption, and you know, it's a different way of thinking. And I don't know. I'm just planting that seed. Who knows what'll happen to it? may die in the vine. Something big may happen. We just never know. So there it is, guys. How to be healthy. Happy and healthy. It's important. It really is, isn't it? Really is. So hopefully hopefully something in there was a nugget that somebody could take out of it from Dr. Feelgood here. Anyway, appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back on Wednesday. I don't have an agenda yet for that. I would like to get, I'm trying to get a PDR tech. Maybe we can get Austin Van Hoy. Uh, I talked to him former student from maybe a year and a half ago he's killing it right now and he'll, he'll be the first person to tell you he struggled quite a bit out of school but you know what he didn't give up 
He came back from San Diego. He would commute an hour each way on Saturdays. And he did that probably half a dozen to a dozen times. Now he's running some dealer groups for, for another company and he's killing it. Doing real well. So happy for Austin. Making the money he wants to make. He's now married. He's, he's their newlyweds or somewhat newlyweds. Um, probably six months, six months ago, whatever. I don't know if he's getting ready to have kids or pups or whatever, but, but that, that's, that's the beautiful thing about PDR, man. It can, it can provide and it's really providing well for him. So kudos to Austin. Maybe we'll get him on, um, a lot, a lot of students I, I've talked to recently. So it's been good. I appreciate the, the connectivity, man. It's been great. So we'll, we'll get some fresh blood in here. We'll have some conversations about, about, uh, PDR or, or auto recon. We can even talk paint and body. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's all good in the hood, man. I appreciate you for, uh, for tuning in. It is, we're just under 30 minutes here. So thanks if you did stick it all the way along. If you nodded off and I talked about baseball, I apologize. Hopefully you, you were able to wake back up. Say a prayer if you wouldn't mind, if you believe in prayers for my older boy. So he hopefully maybe can get into the league, get a shot. And other than that, that's all I can ask, man. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review the podcast. If you got any questions, 949-302-3464. And I will catch you on the next, the next SAI, what kind of podcast is it? Is it the dollar? The billionaire? Nope, just the millionaire. Millionaire PDR podcast. Talk to you then. Bye-bye for now.